Good evening and welcome to episode eight of He's Hit the Bar. The excitement's building. We're almost ready for next week. Getting close now. Uh, tonight, I am joined by J- Ooh, JK. JK and Phil. <laughs> good start. How are we doing, boys? Yeah, not bad, mate. Yourself? Very good. Yeah, too bad. I think I had Jamiroquai on my head and Jaikai came out, but um, that could be a new nickname <laughs> for you. No, um, you. How are we doing? Yeah, no, all yeah. good. All good. Yeah, good. Good stuff. Excited about next week. Cannot wait. Buzzing. Bring it we've on. Got, on. We've got some big games and uh, we'll have a big Premier League preview early next week. But tonight, we have the latest thoughts on the Bundesliga. Preview to tonight's Seville derby to get the La Liga up and running. Um, the Italian heavyweights, AC Milan and Juve, they've got a game tomorrow. We've also got the reaction on the EFL decision to use PPG or points per game uh, to end leagues one and two. Uh, we've got a few transfer stories. Havertz to Chelsea, Thiago Silva to Arsenal. Why, God, why? Uh, we've got a North London derby. Who knows their team best? And we're naming our two mm. centre midfielders for a beer 11. So we should have a corker. Um, we'll get straight into it. So, first of all, let's clear up where we left off in the Bundesliga and not much changed, to be honest. Um, Bayern are now two wins away and seem pretty much unstoppable um, and also through to the cup final after beating Frankfurt last night. Mm. Are they now assuring for the title, the cup, and could they do the treble, JK? I think they're definitely assuring for the title. I think we talked about it last week. I think that's pretty much there or thereabouts now. I was actually mm-hmm. quite impressed with Frankfurt. I mean, they appear to only play for about 45 minutes every time I watch them. But there was a period of at least 20 minutes where I thought they were going to you know, potentially beat Munich last night. So I would actually fancy Leverkusen in a one-off game to win that one. Um, but that being said, do I think they're going to win the Champions League? They've got every chance. They look easily, easily one of the stronger teams left, put it that way. Yeah, I think all round they just look, it's the classic, looking through the spine, they just look... Mm incredibly solid um, most people know how I feel about Manuel Neuer and mm. I almost think it's amazing to see him as a weak link um, but I do think sometimes he just yeah. does get an opportunity I away um, I think yeah so if anyone's got half a chance it's through Boateng and Neuer isn't it if, that, that, mm. if you looked at any weakness it's got to be those two but you know, even though Boateng's getting on he's still, he's still a pretty good centre back at the end of the day but yeah those two are the ones I'd go for I think it's one of those where I've I've actually been impressed with the players that were bought and were very quiet at first. I mean, I think the the player who's really stood out for me in the last couple of games is um, Goretzka. Yeah, he's become a unit, hasn't he? He's worked clearly been on the weights because he was a he was skinny and mm-hmm. I was give or take on him, but um, I think he scored in his mm-hmm. last couple and. Um, he just looks good. I mean, they've just got so many options. The fullbacks look good. Um, Lewandowski's Lewandowski. Um, and the Champions League, obviously, that's, I think, going to be nearing a knockout tournament in Portugal from what I'm hearing. I don't know if anyone's heard anything different. Um, Korf, do you think Bayern Munich have sort of played into form and are probably near enough favourites for it now if, if we do have an end to the Champions League? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think if if you look at that side of it, because they've had the extra games, 
um, compared to other teams, then they probably edge it. I mean, the teams that are left in it, it's probably what Man, Man City maybe could be one Depending of them, but then their defence so, you know, could let them down. Back, I think I really do think I'm, I must have just had a, one beer too many already this evening, but I do think um, it's the perfect time for Arsenal to play them next week because you just don't know what you're going to get. It's almost a different game we're going to be playing next week, um, but uh, Bayern seem to be scoring goals for fun and yes they give one or two chances away but if they're scoring three four a game it's going to be pretty hard to stop um because even your barcelona's and real madrid's don't look like the strongest um that they've been uh, recently moving on to dortmund um obviously this week it's coming a bit clearer that sancho wants to leave um i know i've sort of gone back and forth with jk and and united mm-hmm. um if United was a move for Sancho, is that a bit of a sideways move? Um, because Dortmund obviously look like they're going to be guaranteed Champions League football. I'll come to you first, Corf, because you're impartial. Yeah, cover your ears, Johnny. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, it's a tough one. But yes. Uh, but yes. <laughs> because, I mean, currently we'd say it, it probably is a bit of a, well, a backwards step or a sideways move. Um because he's not playing in the Champions League, but long term, from yeah, Bundesliga to the Premier League to Manchester United, that's got to be you know you've got to look at that as a as a step forward, especially in his career. Um, and you don't know what you know what United might do, you know, future signings and whether you know even someone like Pochettino coming in, um, oh. you know, could have. It could be you know a really good good signing for them and a, a good signing for. Jaden Sancho. I think I think he's got he's almost got something to prove as well. I think when he comes to the Premier League, because of obviously being letting let go by um, Man City. I think <laughs> yeah, he'll come back with a bit of a fire in his belly to to prove them wrong. Um, well, um, saying that he might not, you know, he could end up back there as well. But who knows? Would he be replacing Daniel James or? Yeah, I, I think James has come in and done okay. He was. Dare I say, he was probably bought as an exciting squad player. Maybe it's a little bit harsh on him, but he was definitely bought with, with potential doing okay in the championship. I think Sancho would come in and play in a front three, if not a front four, with Rashford, Martial, Greenwood, um, and Fernandez, and Pogba behind. Mm. It, it would be frightening for the Premier League if he signed, but I, I'd still think that. Someone might swoop if in. City. Uh, yeah, I, it's, if City or. Dare I even say. I think it's Chelsea are in a unique position whereby they've just got. Yeah, a multi-billionaire at the top of it who's not affected by anything that's going on right now. They don't rely on any gate receipts. They could just go and offer silly money for everyone. Um, but this, if I was him, I would probably call for, I think, just touched on it. There's probably a little bit of bitterness about City. Mm. And the it's, always been, to, it's always been in my yeah. head, it's never really a good idea to go back. Yeah, I don't think you'll go. It was more like if, if you were to go and prove yourself, you'd probably prove it against arguably their biggest rivals, right? You, you wouldn't mm. want to go to well, obviously, you wouldn't want to go to Chelsea. They're unfortunately becoming a tiny bit more likable, but it's um, yeah, Chelsea or United for me. I think if he's going to come to the Premier League, okay. And um, I think, I mean, in regards to the the rest of, I think it's more of a battle for the Champions League places between Leipzig and München Gladbach. But um, I think Leipzig have just about rescued form. I think they'll probably grab third, um, and then München Gladbach 
fourth. Um, but it's going to be tight to see the, the, the top, the fourth place in the Bundesliga. But um, I think we can safely say Bayern Munich have, uh, have done enough now. Come on to La Liga. Uh, the Mm. And um, we have the uh, derby between Sevilla and Betis. And Sevilla third um, currently, uh, I think five or six yeah. points behind Madrid in second. Um, but um, the break didn't come at a great time for them because they were winning most games. Um, first of all, a, a quick prediction for tonight. I mean, Betis mid-table. Um, Sevilla got the chance to do the double over them. Um or do you think possibly the away team bias might carry on from uh, Germany and um, in Spain, as it were? Yeah, I think I'd go home with. I think, like I said, they were in such good form before the break. It didn't come at a good time. I'm not sure they'll catch Madrid, but they've got Sociedad and uh, Atletico and Getafe kind of breathing down the necks. So they almost need to win. Yeah, And I think we touched a bit with the German. Anyone in that sort of mid-table is just sort of... I think Corsair's already on the beach, even though they can't really be at the beach. Mm. It's um, I can't see Betis really getting anything tonight. Yeah, and that one, uh, that one's a nine o'clock kickoff. so that'd be an interesting one to uh, mm. to watch this evening. Um, you, you better hurry yeah, up. Yeah, you just mentioned um, Atletico there. Um, I mean, technically disappointing the league this season, sixth currently, but obviously they, you know, the last live... Football I actually remember sitting down and watching um, was was them against Liverpool knocking them out of the Champions League. Corf, mm. what what do you make of Simeone? Do you think he's underperformed? Am I being a bit harsh if I say has he underperformed at um, Atletico? And and do you possibly see them as Champions League contenders this season? Um, I think it's a bit harsh saying he's underperformed. I mean. It's, it's always tough but you've got Barcelona and Real Madrid in, in your league and he did um, win a league I think he did done, win a league I, I, yeah and I think he's done really well with what he's you know Atletico Madrid he's a bit of a one trick pony but what he does is effective so and I'm, I'm, I'm actually a fan of it I think it's there's, there's more than one way of winning football games I think the way he does it is it's, I think it's, um, it's pretty impressive you're looking for shithousery yeah, and I think it, they are. They de- they tend to do it more in big games. That's why they, they do probably struggle more over uh, a league season. It's more you know cup games or you know well, like you said about the Champions League, and that's brings me on to the next point where I think they could be potential. You know, they could be candidates to to win it because they can do it. Sim- well, especially with Simeone, they can do it in those big games. They proved it against Liverpool, um, and yeah, then well, how many have they got? What would it be? Two more games to get to yeah, the final. And I think, do you, well, I, yeah, more. I think what opened my eyes really was the fact in a one-off game, um, anyone can beat anyone. But the way Liverpool were playing, I honestly didn't give Atletico a hope in that tie over two legs. And mm. I mean, they 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 buckled a bit, Liverpool. But I just think game plan, uh, Simeone had it perfectly. Sure. It, it reminded me so much of Mourinho's Inter Milan side, mm. and he, he, I think we were saying that he's almost a more, a, not a modern version of Mourinho. That's I think we mentioned saying, it was like siege mentality, but he knows how to manage his players yeah. at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and it's not. I just don't think it, it's not just parking the bus. It's there's a bit more to them than just parking the bus. Whereas I think with a lot of Mourinho's side, it was pretty much park the bus. 
get the goal quite fast. I think yeah. they're a bit, they've got a bit more to them. Mm. Yeah. Well, the only thing, the only thing I don't buy with Atletico Madrid is that it's this whole kind of, and this is what Simeone's created. This nobody likes us. We don't spend any money. We're a small club, but we're challenging the big boys. I mean, they spent over a hundred million on João Felix. Like this isn't the club yeah. that doesn't spend money. Yep. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a straight, but it's that's you know it's down to Simeone. He's managed to create that impression. Yeah, he's obviously a clever guy. Yeah, it's it? interesting. They, they either seem to spend pennies and he makes a player um, out of them. Um, you know, they've done very well in signing um, players um, in you know from Spain. Um, but it seems to be that, or they do pick out some, you know, young talent abroad, and they do spend the money. I I, I kind of agree with you with that. It's it's easy to go. Oh, he's, you know, they're the they're the um, poor relation of um, Real Madrid um, and sort of, you know, it's all based on hard work and um, passion, but um, he's, he's got definitely a squad there. Um, I just think when you look at the other sides and sort of the last, what we now, the last eight or last 16 in the Champions League, mm. um, I think it's going to be probably, it's keeping the ball out the net really. And if they can keep doing that, you that, that it doesn't take too many chances for them to to get a goal or two. But I just some of the teams, you just look at the the top two or three, and the attacking is just frightening. Um, yeah, because yeah. isn't there like a well, not a rogue game, but there's a real outsider tie, isn't there, in the Champions League this year? Is it like is it Valencia at Atalanta? Uh, or is Atalanta against someone, isn't it? I think um, it's against Valencia. Atalanta. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. yeah, I'm fairly sure, isn't it? Yeah, Atlanta, Valencia, Atlanta won it. They were through. Yeah, so there's there's something like you do almost have a feel of almost whoever you get in the draw. There's a there's a very real chance if they were to draw. Oh, I don't know, Napoli and uh, Leon. I don't know one of those. Like if they both ended up going through, you could end up with a really strange final this year. Yeah, I think it's. Um, I mean, yeah, looking at that. <laughs> Atlanta game. Um, I mean, they scored over two legs, eight goals against Valencia. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insane. Uh, just having a look through it now. So obviously, um, you I can't remember the other two. Yeah, I'm fairly sure Dortmund. Dortmund, uh, out. Dortmund are out. Uh, PSG. Yeah, they lost. Um, obviously, Atletico yeah. through, and then you've got really the three out of the four, the bulky ties. But obviously, Munich, we can pretty much say are through after three 0 yeah. against Chelsea. Yeah. Barcelona, Napoli. Yeah, that's a level, wasn't it? That's yeah. A draw. Um, Juventus, yeah. Leon. Leon beat him, didn't they? Ronaldo. Yeah. And you... yeah, it's close. Still, the entire round is to Madrid, obviously. Mm. Um, and yeah. then that hasn't got. Did they get the first? Did they play the first league in the Bernabeu? City won. I know that much. Um, but. I really hope Bridget but this is yeah it was the first game first game this is how this is how long we've been um I've got the draw here but um unfortunately I haven't got the first eight goals um but I think Mm. like you say it could be I don't think as mad as a a Porto Monaco situation no um but I I think yeah so City won 2-1 at Real Madrid so Two away goals, pretty yeah, good. Two away goals. Um, Napoli won all against Barca. You'd think Barcelona at home in the second leg would do it, mm. but we've seen them crumble in the last few years. Um, Spurs, Spurs, yeah. Spurs. I uh, can't see Spurs anywhere. Spurs, no. 
No. No comment. Arsenal United, they're not in there. Uh, um, but um, no, I think it'll be. Yeah, I think it'll be. Obviously, wherever it's played, it's mm. going to be. A, it's going to be a lot different to what we're used to. Um, do you think it will be yeah. just knockout? I think that's probably the best way to do it in a, I don't know, a two-week period. Maybe I don't know if they're going to be just one-legged ties and the final played in the same location. I think Portugal. I heard, but. I, what do you make of it? Just just get it played and get it done. Yeah, yeah, they can just get on, yeah, get on with it. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting way because the way goals are played, well, of you know, has such a role in the sort of latter stages for the last what two, three seasons. So, if they scrap almost like you're saying one-off games, the away goals and doing one-off games, I think we'll end up with arguably a more exciting game because both teams, by definition, have to win on the night. So I'd be surprised if they change the format. I still think it'll be two legs, yeah. but they won't have quite the, um, you know, the impact the home fans or away fans, whichever you look at it, would have on the uh, score. Yeah, and yeah. and going back yeah. to our league, obviously Barca two points ahead of Real Madrid. It looks like it's going to be between those. Mm. So obviously eleven games to go, so it's a, a little bit more to go than the, the Premier League. Um, yeah. I haven't been. Overly impressed with either. I think, like we've mentioned before, I think Real Madrid are very much on the edge now of their experienced players uh, being a bit unfair to say finished, but probably latter end of their careers looking for a decent money move somewhere, um, a decent retirement mm. home. Barcelona, actually, on the other hand, have had quite a few exciting youngsters. I sort of think Fatty, um, mm-hmm. just a great name. Um, and a couple others, you know, De Jong's actually fitted in quite well there. Um, mm. Do you think, I mean, it's only two points, but I'd probably back Barcelona out of the two. But um, from from the other reports I see, I think a lot of people think Real Madrid will actually be the ones who, who come out on top. That's down to the fixes, I think. I think Barcelona yeah. have got the tougher run. I think they've got Sevilla away. And I want to say they play Atletico as well. So I think whereas Madrid have got, with the exception of Hitafe, I think they've got kind of a sort of bottom half running, yeah. if you like. Yeah. Yeah, it's slight, yeah, like yeah, like Johnny said, slightly different, uh, more difficult fixtures for Barca. But I think it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty tight even mm. right to the end. I think it's not there's not a lot in it in the difficulties of the fixtures. So yeah. I think yeah. the fixtures is yeah. it's one of those when you look at them, I'm just having a quick flick now, you know, in a normal circumstance, you know, severe away in June. Um, you know, Bilbao, mm-hmm. um, they've got Atletico Madrid, start of July, Villarreal away, um, you know, the derby with Espanyol in July. Mm-hmm. Usually, you would say that is quite a tough run in, but um, with you know, yeah. I, I just think the, the away games, it you know, it, it does back the away side, um, quite heavily. Um, obviously, you still got to play the game, you still got to perform, but. Um, without the home fans there it does make quite a difference especially in Spain because it's not like the um, <laughs> away fans travel that far no, no um, but uh, we shall see but obviously that tomorrow um, I actually only noticed by mistake and I've slapped myself for it because I am a big Italian football fan um, there's the second leg of the Coppa Italia semi-final. Um, the old lady Juve against AC Milan. 
um, at the Juventus Stadium. Um, with Zlatan, um, obviously, um, the, the first leg ended one all, uh, but with Zlatan picking up an injury um, recently, mm. does that almost kill the tie-off already um, for Milan? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it's over. It's only one all, and again, there's no home and away advantage. You know, I so guess you can't. It, it's kind of a level. It's nothing. Field. You know, you can't really back form. It will be a who's fitter over the ninety minutes and can go over the line, basically. Yeah, and like you, you very obviously, you know, slightly better players have probably got you know, yeah, probably more the favourites. But like you said, on one off now, it's you know. Milan still got dangerous mm-hmm. players, so without Ibrahimovic, so still, yeah, I think it's not it's far from over, um, especially in the cup. And and cup Johnny, game. what do you reckon on that? Obviously, Serie's kicking off again soon. Mm. Um, it's not been a landslide that a lot of people are expecting. Obviously, um, the big surprise is probably Lazio. Yeah, they're right in the being mix, aren't they? Behind. Um, Again, unfortunately, it came at the wrong time for them because they won four out of the last five mm. league games. Yeah. Um, and Atlanta being the big surprise, mm. um, sort of popping up their form from last season and, and they're in fourth. They've even got us, they, I think they've got 12 or 13 games to go in the Serie A. Um, but yeah. it's nice to just Juventus having a proper challenge and our friend Immobile scoring a silly amount of goals for Lazio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, you're right, you touched on that. Juventus definitely I think they'll go on and win it, but it's, it's nice to have Lazio kind of chasing them rather than it being your usual suspects. But it does show you just how far behind the others are. Well, you've got Roma, Napoli and AC Milan stuck on forty five points and below and Juventus right yeah. now on sixty three. I mean it's almost Premier League like, isn't it? If anything you can compare, it would be this to the Premier League right now. It's sort of yeah, it's frightening. At least it's like I think it's nice to see a resurgence. I, I never like it when one league is dominating. You know, sometimes you do get sides. Um, I remember, you know, it was the early 2010s where Barcelona, or late 2000s, early 2010s, Barcelona were just watch and just think, how are they doing what they're doing? Um, but it is nice to see a resurgence. I mean, in the other semi-final, I, I need to mention, you know, you can't get a better four uh, really, um, on, on Saturday, you got the second leg between Napoli and Inter. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one, actually Napoli won 1-0 away at the San Siro. So they're, they've got a slender lead um, at home. And obviously, um, you know, with their fans, it's that's one of the big things when you go down to Naples. So that one could be, I mean, you could end up with a Milan derby in the final, which would be fantastic. But... Um, yeah, again, either way, I think um, that's that's a decent semi-final um, mm. setup they've got there. Moving on from European football, um, obviously we heard the decision this week. Um, the EFL have ended leagues one and two. Obviously, the championship is coming back on the twentieth of June, mm-hmm. and I think it's completely wrong that you've got the Premier League and the Championship playing football. But the rest are pretty much done and dusted. Um, but they've gone on the points per game basis, um, and we've had uh, yeah, we've had champions named, um, relegation confirmed of like Tranmere, Southend, Bolton, 
Stevenage relegated to the National League. Mm-hmm. Um, just really wanted to just an open chat. I mean, is that really with the financial side of things at the moment? Is that the fairest way to decide sort of the outcome? Because um, the return to sort of finishing the league fixtures seemed impossible from from the way they were making out. Yeah, from go on, Corfigo. Yeah, they didn't. Go on, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there didn't seem to be um, yeah many other options. I mean, we I think we discussed it in a, in a previous podcast. Like maybe Premier League clubs could have helped out financially if if possible, but then it's a bit of an ask to you know ask them to give their their money up as well. But yeah, I mean, if you it's, it's harsh, and if you're you know if you are the tram here, you know who is three points off and potentially staying up, it, it's it's horrible, and it's going to it could potentially affect them long term. Um, I think it's slightly different, maybe for the clubs going for the playoffs because they can. You know, you'd like to think they can go for it again the next season, but then again, flip side to that, there is teams that budget for getting promotion, and if they don't, um, yeah, it could cause long term problems for some of these clubs. So it's it's harsh, but I don't know what else they could have done because of the financial I mean, situation. I was listening to um, the, the Peterborough chairman. Um, and I mean, if you if you look at League One, I mean, it is an absolute from third to eighth. Um, you basically had a separation, really, of around about I think it was five or six points at the time. Mm. And yeah, the points per game. I mean, you know, Wickham actually, um, I think were sixth or seventh. But the points were game worked out. They jumped up into third. Yeah. And Peterborough, who had won, I think, three out of the last five games, and that included, I think, Oxford and Portsmouth in yeah. there. Yeah, did you? They end up missing out on the playoffs. And they were very much wanting to get the yeah, fixtures back on and, and playing football again. I know it's sort of, um, it, it's luck of the draw. I mean, like Sunderland, I mean, the way the points per game has worked out, Sunderland and Peterborough on 59 points, seventh and eighth. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, um, you know, Fleetwood, Portsmouth, Oxford on sixty, um, and Wickham were on fifty nine as well. But the way it's worked out, they've jumped up. So, I mean, whew, with the, with the financial side of things, it's difficult enough. But especially now, from being in a playoff game where you could suddenly be promoted and the money you're earning in the championship mm. being knocked out of the playoffs completely must be gutting. Must be gutting. Yeah, I, I just can't see how else they would have done yeah. it. I think, and like course, said, we touched on it before around the financial side of things. It was either that or avoid the season altogether, which just would have felt what a waste of so many games up to that point. It, mm-hmm. uh, is it the fairest way? Probably just. I do think. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm not against. Um, I'm not against the way it's been worked out. I do think there's a lot of dithering. I mean, it's amazing when something. Okay, it's very much unprecedented, but uh, it's amazing when even the Premier League and the EFL are, um, are stretched. It actually shows how little actual visible cash there is in the game. It seems to be it's all sort of, um, you know, either handled debt and, you know, income, revenue. Yeah, they're effectively a small business. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And um, I think it's. Um, it's quite scary at one point, but um, it does seem a shame that it really has been 
a case of Premier League can obviously afford the testing. Championship, similar. Um, and, and the rest, it's just been it, it just a, a financial burden too far. But, um, you know, looking at the National League, um, it seems that um, I think they'll be following suit. Um, I think Barrow will be more Bar- Barrow Salona, as they're known in the National League, um, will be promoted um, in place of Stevenage. But I, I think League Two, there's a whole Macclesfield issue um, with a possible points deduction. So um, a lot to be played out, I think. And I think there, there, there might be a possible case of a, a team or two trying to take it to the courts. But I think we can all agree it's probably in this unprecedented time, the fairest way. Yeah, definitely. It does, it's exactly the same as a business. A big business with loads of people makes loads of money. It's probably going to survive. One that doesn't make much money with less people is not going to survive. It is, that is what it is. I don't think yeah. they, they can't be saying, oh, the Premier League doesn't support it. Oh, the Championship doesn't support it. I, they, why should they? If you know what I mean. I think it's more, um, I think it's just almost in in this time, I was just looking, I don't know why, probably stupidly, for the Premier League to be just a little bit more proactive rather than reactive, just a bit more forthcoming in, you know, the football pyramid. I think I get slightly fed up when the, the football pyramid seems to be the Premier League and the EFL clubs. And the actual bread and butter, the National League, and the thousands of teams below that mm. um, is where it all starts. And I, I, I don't know. It, it it seems a little bit unfair is the simple term, but it's like you say, it is business. And um, you know, we've got. But uh, we'll move on. To- well, back to the Premier League. Um, and it's nice to actually see more and more transfer stories floating around. Um, obviously, yeah, it depend, depends who you are. It depends if you like. Well, like, yeah, we're going to come around to that. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you basically, if you're a Chelsea fan at the moment, you're you're smiling ear to ear. Um, Werner in Chilwell. What should we say? Seventy percent already. But doesn't this remind you a little bit of sort of? Um... You know, when Spurs are having good seasons, Arsenal, United, etc., you're linked with everybody in the summer and you end up with like an under 17 Belgium goalkeeper. It does have that feel about it with Chelsea. They've just been big money, big players, and haven't actually got anyone through the door apart from Ziyech, have they? That's it at the moment. Yes, I think um, yeah. I like- where the contracts, because that was the head scratcher for me, will the contracts be starting from. July the 1st and he can join and play the remaining Chelsea fixtures or is- no no I don't think you can because this registered squad is yeah. you register a squad don't you in that January so that. I think it's um, yeah it sticks to that squad it'll be able to arrive at Chelsea on the 1st of July but he right, won't be able to play okay. um, I mean obviously Kai, I mean Havertz has, has been one of the standout players in the Bundesliga and he's been linked to Chelsea um, as well. Um, it seems unlikely they'll have the funds <clears> to really <throat> splash out on um, Werner, Havertz and possibly Chilwell. Um, Chelsea? Yeah. 
Just with financial well, fair I think play. Chelsea, it's different. I'm, I'm thinking. Well, mm. you've got to remember they haven't actually spent the money from Hazard, have they? Because they had the fans, so they they have got the Hazard True. money. So you could see, you could see financially some of these happening, but I'm and not the eight million sure from David Luiz, don't have it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if Havertz is maybe one. I think it's either Havertz or Werner. I don't know if they could go for because, like, I think you've mentioned before that the Chilwell is probably their one of their top didn't targets. Did they pay um, silly money for Pulisic yeah. from Dortmund to Chelsea? So they they have they have spent a little bit yeah, of money. I was gonna say, yeah, and it's trying to fit the players in. It's trying to fit the players in. Zayek, mm. Pulisic. You know, they got Hudson Odoi. Um, this goes on. Well, Pedro yeah, and William, but they might not be yeah, there. There's so. enough there, isn't there? I think definitely, you mentioned the two, I think Pedro and William um, are definitely going to be the ones that move on. Um, mm. I don't think particularly Havertz is a player they particularly require right now. I think Werner, get that over the line. I think Chilwell should be their big target because Alonso doesn't seem to be the no. player he was. Um and uh, yeah, I've, I think I mean it all seems to be sort of Chelsea, Chelsea. But I don't know whether you've seen it. I, I mean, Thiago Silva is the only one I've really seen this week that's been linked to a lot of Premier clubs, uh, mainly Arsenal, which just yeah, it makes me. They, they were just a, they were uh, just a couple. I think you mentioned the call for around Kurt Zuma. You know him, him being linked to Spurs and Everton. Yeah, think, uh, he's. I'm just not sure about him. He looks like he could be brilliant, but then score an own goal from the halfway line. Yeah. And, Do you know what I mean? But with Kurt <laughs> yeah, Zuma, yeah. is it not sort yeah. of proven he's... I don't know. He's not laying down a place anywhere he goes. You know, he had the loan He had the loan moves and even there he was... Where, where did he get loaned to? So he went, he's been at Everton. Yeah, he, he did his cruciate. But where was before Everton? Everton? Was, was he at Palace as well? Not sure, but he, de- he definitely did his cruciates, didn't he? Yeah, he I mean, he had to come yeah, back from that. It's one of those that um, I'm unsure whether yeah. he's ever. He seems to be almost be like you know he travels around the Premier League, um, and yeah. obviously he went back to Chelsea, and he's been. Mm. He went to Stoke. It was Stoke. Stoke. Was um, yeah. Enough said. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and he just, he... yeah. I think another another one's interesting is um, mm. Coutinho is is one that's been banded around a bit, and that kind of with Havertz that I've heard is a, it could be a few rumours they could yeah they, they sold yeah, Coutinho. The Coutinho they could get one was in. interesting because um, it, it was it was that was the red hot everyone was going to be looking at, and for me it, it's just completely died a death. Um, in regards to Coutinho. Um, in the last few days, I mean, you know, weeks ago, it was sort of, he'll definitely be moving on from Barcelona. Bayern Munich didn't want mm-hmm. him. Um, and it doesn't look like they particularly need him at the moment. Um, it's a strange one, isn't is it? He, is it just one of those where he's just... Yeah, because he's, fan, he's fantastic. I think, like I said, I've seen a few reports of that and like Havertz, you know, another team coming in for him is is Real Madrid mm. so it's like you could see something happening if yeah. it takes one transfer doesn't it to kind of make the moves go like you say kind of if one thing happened the other thing would but the only player that I could see linked with 
obviously if Chilwell does make the move, is Bertram to Leicester. And I could sort yeah. of see that. I'm actually surprised Bertrand hasn't had a few more suitors, you know, more offers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's a good player. I was, I was even thinking of it for for Spurs. Mm. To be honest, we're calling out for a, a better fullback, and I think yeah. I mean, you look at like you say, you kind of you go and look at what what fullbacks are available, or what you know what's realistic, and yeah, the chill chill. Well, he's obviously going to go make a big move, and then after that, yeah, you're looking who who else you know is there that's good enough. And I think you're right. Yeah, Bertrand, something like that could be. Could be a good signing for yeah. the yeah, top funny, six. Or he, so. he was at Chelsea, wasn't he? Um, um, he's yeah, he was, the Champions League. Chelsea. Yeah, he, he's yeah. on the Champions League. Yeah. So he's obviously final. Oh, dare I say, he's good enough. <laughs> so I'm not quite sure what's happened, but maybe it was just sort of, you know, reignited his career at Southampton, and um, he's got an outside chance of being in the England squad, like a real outside chance. But if he did get a half decent move, you never well, know. let's um, that could be a whole... <laughs> who knows their team best. North London Derby, myself versus Mr. Caulfield, um, who's currently on top of the table, uh, which is heady heights for anyone linked with Spurs. I pass the round <laughs> over to you, Mr. Yeah. Kay. Yeah. Okay. So um, I believe in the I believe in the draw on first this time. Corf Corf had the delight of going first and winning by a canter. Um, in the first quiz, okay. so I'm sitting here nervously hoping. I've I've tried to be balanced. No, I don't like the sound but of also balanced, balanced, but also a little bit outside the box. Rule fox. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Charlie. One of the answers. We'll stick. We'll, we'll do a core and we'll, we'll start with home. Okay. The first home question for you, Charles, is a true or false? So. Thierry Henry has scored more Premier League goals than Frank Lampard. True or false? False. Correct. It is false. I think, I think Henry had one seven five and Lampard one seven. Yeah, I think it was co- like career goals he's got. Obviously, because Champions League. Yeah, um, Premier League. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank God for that. Okay. Just, um, it's nice to just get one out of one. You think it can't? It went so good quiet, start. I thought both of you had left the pot. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I said, I'll right. take your balls. I'll go home again. Home again. Okay. Um, you should know this, Charlie, but um, it is a bit rogue, but it's still a home mm-hmm. question. How many games did Arsene Wenger manage at Arsenal? Was it A... 1,234, B, 1,235, or C, 1,236? Do you know what is hilarious? I've actually got my uh, shirt from the second to last game, my Mercy Arsenal shirt, just about two foot under my ass, under the bed here, and Mm -hmm. I couldn't be quiet enough to wheel it out. (laughs) Oh, I think it's C. It was one, two, three, four, one thousand two hundred and thirty-six uh, was in my head. Okay, yeah, I mean, fair. You're only two off, but um, home. Um, sorry, I'll go home again for number three. Okay, this is the easiest question oh, of the lot. No pressure. Who won the Premier League the last time Arsenal came runners-up? Last time runners. 
I wish I had a countdown clock or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been introduced that. Oh, blimey. Um, oh, uh, so. Uh, I'm going to get. I'm going to go with. Just, just going on there. Chelsea. Eagle. No, it was Leicester. Oh, yeah, because, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Spurs finished third in yeah. two horse race. Um, oh, this isn't going well. Um, do you know what? We'll go away. Oh, you want to go yeah. away? Plan away. Oh, okay. Oh, great. Spurs legends Chris Waddle and Glenn Hoddle assaulted the charts oh, in the 1980s. I what was their hit single? Was it Diamond Geezers, Diamond Lights, or Diamond Rings? Diamond Lights. Correct. It terrible was. song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, terrible song. Um, Corf, did you have any idea of that one? Cool. That's that sort of right. says so no, four points tonight. Okay. Um, yeah. So, not too uh, bad, mate. Not too oh. bad. Um, no, I'll, Ooh, I'll, good, I'll, good recovery I'll, there, John. seems solid, but seven could be great, so I'll go away again. Mm. Okay. Which former Tottenham player released an autobiography called How to Be a Footballer? How to Be a Footballer. Um, I think I know this one. That's good, because I've run out of questions, Cole. If you're going to get asked that, I'm going to go home in the next round. Oh, dear. (laughs) That sounds like it should be an English player um, or British player, but it has to be a footballer. Uh, no, see what you, you can hear me tapping if I'm googling. Um, I am gonna go. Oh, that's a shitter. I don't like that one at all. Bobby Keane. No, oh, damn. I, oh, I, yeah. I know that because uh, I've got the book. Uh, <laughs> funny. Oh, yeah, I I like Charles. You went. You went a million miles away. Four points tonight. Okay. Not bad, not great. I bet Cork gets a load of easier ways. Yeah, here we go. Right, yep. Go on, then, Cork. <laughs> Home or away, sir? Home or away? Um, let's start. Uh, start start away. away. Well, sure? he's already ahead, so. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Who did Arsenal sign in the summer of 1995? A decision which prompted Stuart Pearce to declare the club was taking a massive gamble and that they should have signed Stan Collymore instead. Because I'll have to repeat the question. I waffled and sort of slurred my, my way through that. Uh, I can't forget it was not signing in 1995. Yeah, so Stuart Pearce said they should have signed Stan Collymore instead of this player in um, I'm going to no. go for Nicholas and Elba. Mr. Burkamp. It was Mr. Burkamp, yes. Unlucky good choice. Enough. We made a oh, good choice. Wow. Uh, home. Uh, home okay. Which former Tottenham manager has competed in the Dakar Rally? <laughs> I know this. <laughs> Yeah, I thought this was quite well known, but judging by course reaction, maybe not. Um, 
Terry I Venables. wish it was Terry Venables. It's oh. Andre Diaz Boas. Yeah. Uh, ah, I think I think you'll, oh, yeah. I think you'll yeah. remember that when you think he about wasn't him, much yeah. a manager though. No. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. About, I forgot okay. about him as a manager. <laughs> no, uh, home again. Now. I need a point. I need at least a point here. Okay. It's, yeah. Who was the manager for Spurs when they lifted the FA Cup in 1991? Um, I should know that. I think it's uh, correct. It was Terry Renables. Who, who was it? Who's captain? Was it Mavis? Yes. Who's captain then? Yeah, yeah, Gary Mabber. I'm more awake. Uh, I go Which home again. Spurs player had the nickname the Rocket. Um. <sighs> Between two, I think it's Ronnie Rosenthal. Mm. Well, yes, two questions left. Is that right? One, cool. Uh, one left. <laughs> He's leading. He's giving more sure? questions. Cool. Um, I'll go. Well, I'll go, go away. away. <clears throat> okay. Name the four players who have played for Liverpool and Arsenal in the Premier League. And I need all four. Okay, Anelka. Uh, Correct. Kodo Torre. (laughs) What a question. Um, You'll kick yourself. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm going to give you slightly longer. Well, not slightly no, you can longer, have slightly longer. About a couple. One of, of them's tricky. Yeah, a couple of. Um, two. Let's see. I need two more. Ah. <laughs> can't. No. I can't think of any now. Um, a couple of wild guesses. Oxlade Chamberlain, yeah. 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 I need one more, don't I? Well, oh, there's, there's actually more than four, but I was just being kind. Of oh my god, four, what's so. with the kindness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because we literally there's there's a number of players. <laughs> I think there's actually six, but yeah, go on, one more, one more. Oh, I mean, I don't think you're going to get it. I've got one. I've got one. Less nah, I don't think I'm going. Go on, go on, Charlie. Uh, Jermaine Pennant. Yes, and the other one. Uh, let's see if you get the oh. other one. Um, has also played for Chelsea and West Ham. Oh, um, so, sounds like a Pokemon. Oh, oh wow, uh, uh, Ben Ayoun. Yeah, mm. you can see Ben Ayoun. <laughs> ben Ayoun. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have got that. I mean, three no. out of four. I should get the point. Yeah, three out of four. Four. I did that last week. Yeah, two, four. Yeah. So, um, I think <laughs> points this week, Corf. I'll take so that. I, That's I, all right. I did have a that. bonus question. Just see if, either, if you knew it. I, I like always bonus. All right, you can both, both shout out. Fingers on. on the buzzer. Which Swedish former Arsenal footballer once had a clause inserted into his Premier League contract that prohibited him from travelling into space. 
Swedish. I can either think of Freddie Lindbergh or Kalshra then. I'll give you a clue. If you might be making a bolognese or a chilli and you're being a bit lazy, you might buy a sachet. (laughs) 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 And it's not Coleman's, it's the other one. No, Dolmio, <laughs> that well-known <laughs> Swedish Dolmio. Um, I'm not sure this will make the final edit, but it's good. no, got no idea. Go on. It was Stefan Schwartz. There it is. <laughs> Did he play for Spurs or Arsenal? Yeah, he, he played for Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah, it was just a ridiculous. I mean, who uh, who has that put in the contract? Was, he definitely wasn't an oil painting. I'd say that right <laughs> now. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, there you go. That completes so, my um. My thank you very music. much, um, JK. Um, solid as ever. Uh, so two points tonight for Corf, which I think takes him up to eight points, and I've got four points tonight, which should take me up to six. So I think I'm just in behind you, Corf, putting a little bit of pressure on. So we will actually get a leaderboard up on um our twitter and instagram in uh, the next few days so people keep updated uh, i haven't got a clue what the prize yeah. is going to be yet but um i'm sure i will happily receive it um and finally for tonight um we come on to our beer 11 <laughs> probably you know we we try and rush through the pod just so we can get through to this is our beer 11 yeah. which is slowly becoming <laughs> booze 11 center midfielders um, we've got two midfielders to name. So, gracious. When you say when you say slowly becoming a booze eleven, that's a slight hint at what you might have written down there, Charles. Just nah, if, if just it's going to be a beer eleven. That's it. We've had a few good ones um, scrapped off. We'll, we'll come to you first, J.K., and um, see where we are. Okay. I mean, I'll be honest. I've got six because I was under the impression we're playing two centre mids here. Yeah, um, I do have two favourites, but shall, shall I reel off all six and then you can mock me for the majority of them? Uh, yeah, that's fair enough. Okay, fine. I've got uh, Sam Miguel Arteta. Sam Miguel Arteta. Okay. I've got Scott Newcastle Brown. Oof, no. no, 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 yeah. no, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> I've, got, I've got Wesley Cider. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like it just that. Worked. Um, no, that's not bad. Uh, Peroni Cruz as in Tony Cruz, but, you know, it was a bit of a stretch. And then my two that I would actually put forward would be one of my favourite ones at the moment, Jordan Old Speckled Henderson. Okay. And Eric Bombardier. <laughs> but die Ooh, if you see what that's I mean. Cool. there. Ooh, wow. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I think Eric Bombardier has got a yeah. bit of a... Oh. So yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm not saying anything particularly good, but I did okay, enjoy that one. Okay, that's um, I, I quite like Bombardier and um, oh, what was the one after Brown Ale? Uh, Wesley Snyder. Wesley Snyder. Wesley Snyder. Yeah. Okay. I'm sort of noting down those two, so I remember them. Um, Corf, what you got for me? Okay. Yeah, I've got, some, I've got two, which I think are quite good. Um, I'll just say my, my rubbish one that was... Oh, it's, we've already used it. I've used it before, oh, but God. Jonathan yeah. Green King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I've gone for Sebastian Budweiser, which should be Sebastian Schweinsteiger. Okay. 
So close. it's yeah, yeah, yeah. You've done there. same syllables, Kate. Yep. And okay, this one is Ilkai Brewdoggan. Got any others? The silence. <laughs> there you too. No, that's, there you that's, too. that's as good as okay. Got. Okay. Yeah, JK, what do you Which are pretty good. Those? Still silent? <laughs> just say that last one again. I'm just trying to work out Ilkai Brudigan. Oh, oh Ilkai Gundigan. Brudigan. 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 Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, actually, yeah, when you say it. When you see them both written, they look. Great. Yeah, I, I, Bastian Budweiser. I, I don't mind that. Sebastian Budweiser. I mean, it does sound like Schweinsteiger. Yeah. Budweiser, now, yeah. I've got on. two. I've got three, actually. Um, one was a centre-back, but I think had a short stint when he was a young man at holding midfielder. And that was Herman Hereineken. <laughs> okay, yeah. As in the Charlton and, and centre-back. <laughs> Ah, yes. Herman Harrison, clutching at straws, like it. Um, my hit, I've got Paul <laughs> Skulls. Skull. Yeah, I had that. I just thought it was too obvious. Yeah. I had that one, but I thought I wouldn't get away with it because it's his yeah. name. And yeah. um, my third, which Corfu hate, it's not a beer, it's an alcoholic <laughs> beverage, is Jamie Red Schnapps. <laughs> <laughs> It's that yeah. is ridiculous. That's like having gin cola. Yeah. Cola's not a drink off. <laughs> I said gin cola. I gin know, I drink. Joking, I was joking. <laughs> I thought it just red schnapps. It um it, it just worked. It rang off it came off the tongue quite so, you, you yeah. might have to include him in the kind of pre season friendly squad. I mean it's good because yeah. it works. Yeah. But um if we get injuries, he's on the bench. He's like you and I. He's in the squad, but he's yeah, he's, he's the Andy Hinchcliffe of the. Um, he's just not included. Yeah, it was squad. like when Gascoigne scored, and he went over to see the dentist chair celebration with him, but it was already done, and he was sort of just <laughs> left a bit, sort of in the penalty area, just looking around a bit. Um, okay, um, so yeah. okay, I'm quite disappointed. Of course, it's tough on that. Oh, I did have another Go one. Go on. Another one. Go on. Danny Murphy's. See Danny Murphy. Yeah, I mean that is technically yeah, I, correct. Uh, yeah. I see Danny yeah. Murphy's is good. If I was to pick two, if you're coming to me, I would go with things. I'm trying to um, it's trying to pick the best footballers as well. Um, what about the uh, current captain of the European champions, Jordan Old Speckled Henderson? Well, that I actually <laughs> I was going to go with. For me, it was going to be not Eric no, Bombardier. Don't put Eric Bombardier. In. Old speckled Henderson um, alongside Wesley Sider. But then it's Sider. I mean, I, I'm stretching it with Fabio Canestrombo. I don't feel Sebastian like... Budweiser. Sebastian Budweiser could go in the, there, you know. Uh, Charlie, what do you reckon on Sebastian? I can, Is it enough? Is it enough? I, can stre- I mean, I can stretch to it. I'm annoyed that people weren't more. I mean, I got probably the most laughs with Jamie Redschnapps. Um, but as a, as a footballer, I do think if you had Schweinsteiger, Mr. Budweiser, alongside Old Speckled Henderson, that's it's becoming quite a top side. So I think we should look. Yeah, we all agreed. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm agreed okay. with that. Fortunately, Danny that. Murphy. Uh, Danny Murphy's is he is good. And it two is winners bit... at Old Trafford. Um, poor oh, man, Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> but um, not mm. better media. Better media like... career. Boring bugger, but knows his football. <laughs> um, right, so we will yeah. lock in um, Jordan Old Speckled Henderson alongside Sebastian Budweiser. Guys, we're we're Lovely. It's a solid, and solid we're team suddenly and we're suddenly at the end of the pod. Um, thanks as always, boys. No, thanks, chaps. Um, it's been a pleasure. Obviously, we're now on all the podcast channels: um, Spotify, Google, Apple, and Co. Um, obviously, this episode will come out to you tomorrow morning, hopefully. Um, but the best thing to do is get subscribed um, on one of those channels. Um, and then we actually have a very special episode coming in the next few days. Um, so keep up to date with us on Twitter, Instagram, um, at he's at the bar PO one on Twitter. Um, stay alert, grab a beer. See you next week. Cheers guys. Take it Bye, easy. Everyone.